Hey, this is Scott. And Burke. From the Davis and Davis Show, the podcast for everything Ohio. Two guys who met at the University of Akron and have a love for Northern Ohio. We talk about everything from entertainment to motorsports to fine wine and spirits. Do you want to get a little insight on Northern Ohio from the perspective of two middle-aged men? Well, as we say, grab a beer, a glass of wine, sit down, relax, and listen. New shows every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. Just go to www.redcircle.com slash Davis and Davis. Or find us on Apple Podcasts, Prime Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Check out our Facebook page at Davis and Davis. We're not a real law firm. And we just don't care. Welcome to the Burley Gunner Show. What's up, dogs? It's Burley Gunner, and this is the Burley Gunner Show on the Cleveland Sports Fan Network, clevelandsportsfan.com, and Apple Podcast. Thanks for listening. You're my dogs. Hey, what's that? What's that smell? Did you smell that? What day is it? Is it Thursday? Oh, wait. Football's back. That was quick. Football's back tonight. And I could care less who the hell's playing. Tonight it's the Panthers and the Texans in Houston. Could care less who's playing. Man, I love football. Growing up. Baseball was my favorite sport. Loved playing it. I was best at it. But as I grow older, I'll tell you what. There is absolutely nothing better than football. And it starts on Thursday. We got Friday. We've got Saturday. We got Sunday, Monday. Hell, let's bring the Mac back on Tuesday night, shall we? Come on. Bring the Mac back on Tuesday nights. Let's kick off the show talking about Thursday night football game tonight. Houston is at home. They're without Tyrod Taylor. They're going to start. They start Davis Mills. So before I get into anything, I want to I want to talk about something that was brought to my attention via social media. Some guy talking about the Tyrod Taylor effect, talking about how he was in Buffalo and then Josh Allen, franchise quarterback, then then he's in Cleveland, and then Baker Mayfield becomes Browns franchise quarterback, and then he's in L.A., and then Justin Herbert becomes their franchise quarterback, and now he's in Houston, and... Davis Mills is supposed to be the franchise quarterback? Davis Mills. First of all, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield, and Justin Herbert were all drafted in the first round. Davis Mills, I couldn't tell you where the hell he was drafted. I couldn't tell you Davis Mills was on the field last week until about midway through the fourth quarter, beginning of the fourth quarter. When they called his name over the loudspeaker, I was there. I knew it wasn't Tyrod, 
but I didn't know who the hell it was. What's that tell you? Houston dropped dudes like flies Sunday. Tyrod's out. Now Davis Mills in. (laughs) Not to mention, they're going to go up against Carolina, who in fact have only given up 380 yards on defense. That is the best in the NFL through two weeks of football. It should be noted that week one was against New York. Uh, It doesn't matter which New York. And week two was against New Orleans. But New Orleans scored 38 in week one. I'm not sure how I feel about Carolina long term. But as of right now, clearly the better team. But I think it's closer than people think. What is it? Eight point spread the uh, for the sports betters out there. I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know about an eight point spread. I, I wouldn't go either way on that, to be honest with you. But I think this game's a little close. I think it's low scoring. Davis Mills just doesn't do it for me. The run game is going to have to be strong, and I don't think it's strong enough to compete with Carolina who, as of right now, is showing that they are, like, the, the best defense in the NFL, stat-wise. I believe McCaffrey has an outstanding game tonight, and he gets into the end zone a couple times. Um, the Texans' defense is not great. <laughs> the Texans' defense is not great. I think it's a low-scoring game, like I said. The, uh, the Panthers' touchdown drives typically go 10 to 12 plays. Like last week, the week before, if you look at the, the the drives that they are putting up, they are roughly five, six, seven minutes, 10, 12, 14 plays long. And I just don't see Houston scoring much at all, really. Um, I see this game being somewhere along the lines of like 24 to 10, um, maybe 17 to 10, 20 to 10, 20 to 13, somewhere along those lines. I think it's close throughout the game, and I think you'll see something similar to what Nick Chubb did uh, against Houston last week. You'll see Christian McCaffrey put a stamp on things late in the fourth quarter um, tonight. That's 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 just pretty much the way that I see it. I, I don't want to spend, you know, a whole lot of time trying to dive in and tell you why the Houston Texans are going to upset the Carolina Panthers tonight. And I don't even really want to get into why that is an upset because Carolina, I don't think is going to be very good this year. And they did play the J E T S jets, jets, jets. And they played the new Orleans saints and, and Jameis Winston was like, like the old Jameis Winston. So I, I, it's, it's too early. It's too early to tell really. Um, especially with this this uh, sort of stat line with this sort of team. But let's shift gears. I'm going to throw an interception here. It's time. You know what time it is? It's time for Justin Fields, the first-round draft pick of the Bears, to make his debut Saturday, or excuse me, Sunday in Cleveland against the Browns. We talked about this yesterday, actually. Let me start off by saying this. First of all, it was inevitable. It was inevitable to me that Justin Fields would make a start against Cleveland. Um, I believed that it would probably be his first start, but I mean, 
Regardless, I believed that in week three, by week three, Andy Dalton would have done enough to now not be involved with the offense. And now he's sidelined due to injury, so now we get Justin Fields. Justin Fields is coming to Cleveland just two hours away from where he played college ball at Ohio State. All right. If you think Cleveland isn't crawling with Buckeye fans, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm living, breathing, uh, walking proof that you're wrong. There are Buckeye fans all around. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I'm not saying that the Buckeye fans are going to be rooting for the Bears. But, I mean, it will again be a packed house and people will be excited to see Justin Fields make that start. Buddies of mine held out going to the home opener against Houston because they wanted to go to this game in case Justin Fields got to be on the field. So, I mean, it is, it, it, it's, it's a very uh, highly anticipated game. Once again, the Browns at First Energy Stadium all year long. That's how it's going to be. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. It will be a packed house. But once again... The offensive line for the Chicago Bears is not going to hold up with with the Cleveland Browns front seven. And Grant Delpit flying off the, the edge rushers like he did against Houston. Like, are you kidding me? That dude was unbelievable. All right. Justin Fields may be running for his life in this game. All right. And the Browns' defense may have a field day. All right? This is not going to be a walk in the park for Cleveland, however. I certainly don't think um, Cleveland's going to tear up the scoreboard by any means. This should be a low-scoring affair. I see somewhere along the lines, again, 2010, 2013, you know, even maybe lower, like 17-6 to or something like that. I don't know how Chicago's going to score. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's getting on Joe Woods and the Browns. We talked about this yesterday. I don't know if if the Browns' defense is is something to worry about just yet. Okay? The Bears' offensive line is bad. Now, yes, Justin Fields is going to be, I mean, well, will he other than Schwartz? But Schwartz won't be on the field. But J- Justin Fields is probably the fastest player on the field. So that's going to help him. And... He, he'll be able to miss some defenders, but man, oh man, the Browns pass rush is, is just, it, it's so good. And, and, and the, and the Bears offensive line is just, it's so bad. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe Justin Fields comes in and, and gets his first victory in his first start against a very good Browns team on the road. I, I I I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I said that this is not going to be a walk in the park for Cleveland, but I don't I don't see him losing the game. I don't. I just don't see how. I just don't see how. Let's take a turn, shall we? Let's travel uh, two hours away to a beautiful city that is Pittsburgh. A city that just so happens to have the world's largest and most popular sewage plant in the entire country.
The Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback Ben Roethlisberger said he was going to do, quote, everything he can to play against the Bengals in week three. Really? Everything he can. Give him props. He's been a tough guy, tough quarterback through the years. But we predicted this. <laughs> we predicted this. We said, Big Ben, he's not going to finish the season. We said the Stillers would only be as good as Big Ben is healthy. Well, guess what? It's week three, and he's already not healthy. He's already hurt. I predicted him to not finish the season, but I didn't think it'd be this early. It's week three, bro. It's week three. What? And Najee Harris, your running back savior, that was supposed to save this offense and be able to take some some toll off of Ben, take some hits away from Ben, run the ball, hasn't rushed for 100 yards in two games, and has not rushed for a touchdown yet. Again, we will see the Steelers go as far as Big Ben will take them, and his body will need to keep up. We're not. It's not his mind. His, I, I believe his mind's in the game. He's a smart quarterback. Been around the block. Super Bowl champion. I get all that. And I'm not saying they're done. But, man, we've played two games. Two. We're having issues already with injury already in week three? Really? Again, Najee Harris. He's rushed the ball 26 times. 26 times they put in the ball in Najee Harris' hands. They're supposed to be taking pressure off of Big Ben by running the football. Najee Harris, the rookie from Alabama, he's rushed 26 times for 83 yards, hasn't rushed a touchdown. In fact, Pittsburgh last in the league through two weeks. They have a team total 114 rushing yards. That's dead last in the entire National Football League. What are they doing? Where are they going exactly? Ben has thrown 230 yards a game. That's not going to cut it. It's not going to cut it at all. They have no offense. And the defense is bottom 12 in the league, giving up uh, yards to opposing uh, offenses. Okay? They're banged up. They're hurt already. TJ Watt's hurt. I've been saying this since the night of the Troy Palomalu Hall of Fame introduction ceremony at the Hall of Fame uh, with all the other Steelers inductees. This was it for them. That's the end of the road for Pittsburgh. That's what I said after that night. Steelers for a while... That night was a celebration of the Pittsburgh Steelers and a very convenient time for it because Pittsburgh, welcome to Suckville. You may finish last in the AFC North Division. Don't give me this last run with Big Ben crap. It ain't happening. It's not happening. The Steelers aren't going to win 10 games, 11 games, like like a lot of people were saying at the beginning of the season. They're not going to compete with the AFC North. The AFC North is not as competitive as what people will see. And, and I promise you, Cincinnati and, and Pittsburgh, this game for week three, 
This game is going to be for the driver's seat, for the bottom of the division. These two teams will be fighting for the bottom of the AFC North. All right, let's take a throw a curveball at you. Let's get back into baseball. Uh, very interesting discussions uh, throughout the week. This week on the Burley Gunner Show on the Cleveland Sports Fan Network, we have the National League Wild Card. Um, really just kind of falling apart the race and the American League wild card has taken a turn since we last spoke about it we have now the New York Yankees uh, would be going on the road to Fenway to play Boston if the playoffs were to start right now that would be the wild card game the Blue Jays fell to the Rays last night and the Yankees came back and beat the Rangers. They were losing in that game, all right? The 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 Yankees were trailing 3 to nothing to the Rangers. I was so furious with the Yankees. I couldn't I was getting ready to come on this show and absolutely rip the Yankees, okay? I was going to come on here and rip the New York Yankees this morning. But New York did what New York tends to do. They live and die by the long ball. They started getting some some base hits. Actually, the long ball is not what got them in the game. The long ball is what really broke it open. Gary Sanchez in the eighth inning uh, hit a home run, a two-run shot to really break everything open. But the Yankees, with a very uh, important remainder to their schedule, it's now not easy anymore. There are no games on this schedule remaining for the Yankees that are gimmies. They will play um, starting tomorrow night they get a day off tonight they will go to boston and they will play the red sox in a three game set those games are very important for both teams as stated before the wild card standings would have boston hosting the wild card game against the new york yankees again the yankees then after boston they will travel to toronto and have a three game set with the blue jays so six in a row on the road yesterday was a was a must have a must win game for the Yankees and they pulled it out so congratulations to them but this is where it gets tough this is where you have the opportunity to now control your own destiny you have got to do it these other teams not so much they don't get that I'm not saying it's it's not saying what you should want but if if you're asking me I'd rather play the teams that I am competing against than some random teams that don't give don't give a a rip about this and and have to hang my hat in the balance of another team, Boston, Toronto. So if I'm New York, I love this. I love the fact that you're telling me, all right, we've got the wild card spot wrapped up. All we have to do is beat the the, the teams ahead of us, and those teams are the teams that are competing for that same wild card spot. Bring it on. We're the better team. We have the better bats. That's what I would be saying. So I, I think it's a very good thing, actually, for the Yankees if they look at it that way. But it could actually take the opposite, and they could fold, and this would right the ship for their their season. The season's coming down right now. It's coming down to the final week for the New York Yankees. They have battled themselves back into this position, and they're looking for a, a, another playoff berth. 
I think this year is the year that they get it. I, I would be shocked if they fold here. I think they looked really electric, um, sweeping the Rangers. I know it's just the Texas Rangers, but they needed all of those games. They got those games, and they looked fired up, and, and the dugout last night looked electric. So I think the Yankees are in good shape. When you look at the other um, teams that are in the wild card hunt, the Boston Red Sox. So Boston's going to obviously get New York. So they get a day off today as well. They're going to get New York at home. Then they get Baltimore. So it's a little easier schedule for the Red Sox as they will get to play Baltimore and then the Nationals. So when you think about the Yankees, that's also something that you don't necessarily love, even though you're controlling your own destiny. You win your ballgames. You should be fine, but you should also be worried about Boston too. But they could take care of Toronto while that is that series is being played because Toronto – they will not have a day off tonight. They have a four-game set with the Twins. So this, when I'm talking about uh, controlling your own destiny, you have to win the ball games against the Red Sox because while you're playing the Red Sox, the Blue Jays are playing the Twins, okay? So while that's going on, you have to be controlling your own destiny and beating the Boston Red Sox in your respect, respected series against them. Because then if you, if you look at the Blue Jays who win three out of four or even sweep the Twins in, in very meaningful games, they're fighting for the same thing that New York is. If you look at them after three to four wins in this series and you dropped two to Boston, not very good, especially when you're looking to play Toronto. Those are now absolute must-have games. So you really, the goal should be to win two out of three against Boston and take momentum into the Toronto series, put Toronto away, and then play Boston in the wild card, hoping that it would be at Yankee Stadium. But if not, you're at least in the discussion. How about the National League? This is a mess. I mean, this isn't even fun anymore. It was. It was. It was. It was shaping up to be a, a great wild card race. Someone was going to get to play the Dodgers or the Giants. Whoever doesn't finish up in first place in that one, but we have the Cardinals leading the way. The 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 Padres are are now six out. They are completely screwed, in my opinion. Their their schedule is too daunting. It's too tough to come out of a six game hole. The Cardinals are now winners of eleven straight. They're unbelievable. They are now eighty two and sixty nine. So you think about that. They were seventy one and 69 two games above 500 and now they are 82 and 69 after the 11 game winning streak and again we have um the reds four and a half back the phillies four and a half back the phillies are i think we've stated on the burley gunner show here on the cleveland sports fan network uh before previously in the week that the cardinals or no not the cardinals the phillies would be better uh better chance to win their division than take home the wild card in my opinion so i don't think you can count on them the mets are obviously done they're now nine and a half games back they're almost mathematically eliminated which is i was so so funny to me um but the reds and the phillies hanging around four and a half games back but the cardinals man they're, they're gonna walk away with this they're gonna sneak into the postseason and they're gonna get it done they've beaten the brewers now um three games in a row they've won 11 in a row they get the brewers one more game even if they drop this game no the best that anybody could gain ground would be three and a half games back if the reds and phillies were to pick up a game here's the thing 
The Cardinals then will go and play the Chicago Cubs, and then they will play the Milwaukee Brewers again after that. And other than really seeding, I don't see anything that the Brewers would be excited to play in that final series. They may even rest some guys. So it is, it's, it's shaping up to be a very, very easy path to the postseason for the Cardinals in hitting fire at the, at the right time. So that that brings me that brings me into what I want to talk about next. Let's pretend that we get to the wild card game and you get the Cardinals and you get the Dodgers. What do you do now? I mean, are we are we are we I, a week ago I would have said Dodgers versus the field. And I think I did say that Dodgers versus the field. If the Padres get there, they could upset them. They they play the Dodgers well in some spots. I, they could win in, in one game. I'm starting to think maybe the Cardinals could too. Man, I'll tell you what, they are hitting fire at the right place, the right time in the season. They are finishing the month of September as the hottest team in baseball. Um, they, again, winners of the last 11. They are playing perfect baseball. They are playing St. Louis Cardinals baseball. It kind of reminds me of the 2011 Cardinals team that went on and won that World Series. They just they're 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 firing on all cylinders. They're finally healthy again. The bullpen's not giving up games. It's it's really a sight to see over there in St. Louis. And if they got to that wild card game, even though it's going to be played in LA. You gotta, you gotta consider the Cardinals with how hot they they've been. The the bats coming alive, the pitching coming alive, the whole team, uh, the whole the whole city really coming around the the Cardinals making a postseason push. I think it's inevitable that they get in, and I would go ahead right now and say that they would put up a fight, not win, but put up a fight against the Dodgers in the National League Wild Card. The American League wild card, man, I don't know. The way I see it, I think the Yankees do um, make the playoffs, and I think that would mean that it's going to come down to Boston and Toronto. And unfortunately, I think Toronto is the better team, but I think that they would be the one snubbed. They are currently sitting behind the Red Sox by two and a half games. So if they were to... They'd have to jump the Yankees and the Red Sox. It just doesn't sound very promising, especially when you're talking about Boston playing the the last six games of the season against you know the the Nationals and the Orioles on the road at home. Doesn't matter to me. That's those are games that they that they know they have to win and games that they should win. And I see it being New York playing against Boston. I see it being St. Louis playing against. LA. Those are the wild cards uh, predictions so far. I could change. We could see over the weekend. Um, this is really the the final stretch. I think if any of these National League teams are going to make a push, it's going to have to come over this weekend. It's going to be tough because, again, the Cardinals are going to be playing the Cubs. So we may have a different discussion come Monday on the Burley Gunner Show if the Cardinals just so happen to, you know, sell these games to. The Chicago Cubs would be unfortunate, but it would make an exciting final week of baseball next week. So I'm looking forward to that. Good show today. We have NFL uh, Thursday Night Football tonight. We have the Four Chubs NFL Roundtable for Week 3 coming out tonight, 5 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Pacific. If you're in between, do the math. And again, until tomorrow. Enjoy the football game tonight, everybody. Thursday night football between the Panthers and the Texans on the Cleveland Sports Fan Network. The Burley Gunner Show.